and welcome back to Creativity and Chaos, a 1L2N podcast. I'm Amy, and I think my favorite creative prompt we did was probably purple. Missy? I think my favorite creative prompt that we did was probably nostalgia. Mike? I think my favorite creative prompt we did is waves. Tommy? My favorite prompt we did is going to be moonlight. Uh-oh. And Liam? Yo? We are a family creatives going through the story writing process, and we're bringing you along for the ride. And it's a creative prompt episode. Woohoo! You know, I had to ring the same. Oh, sorry. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this is where you insert the Oh Yeah by the band Yellow. It's the, the song go, Oh Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. Like, I was late. Oh, I was thinking the Kool Aid Man song. Yeah, that's. Okay. All right. <laughs> Anything exciting happened to anybody this week? No. Work is so stressful. I just want to cry. And you deserve a good cry. I do. Get some onions, chop them up, let no. them tears fall. No. <laughs> let them tears fall. Fall about. like waves down my face. Oh, 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 my goodness. I finished our greenhouse. We got all the vegetables and stuff transplanted in it. So, yeah, it's a tiny little thing. It's nice. I had a meeting with my committee members for school, and they advised me to do something that was an incredible amount of work. So I basically did about five hours of lifting with my arms straight out and like pulling something like there was about 10 kilograms up in the air and then holding it for about five seconds and then putting it down. I did that for about five hours straight. So that sounds terrible. Yeah, my back's killing me. So you got arms of steel now? No, no, no. I've got a hurt back. Oh, more like arms (laughs) of rubber. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it for me. The market that we did this week, there was a a tornado warning, like when everyone was setting up, like it was like pretty fine skies. And then me and my partner, we both probably rephrase that me and my his partner works, whatever. Uh, me and my partner, business we partner. both business partner, business associate, co worker, colleague, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, co-worker, co-worker. co-worker. <laughs> <laughs> leave that all leave. in. Um, <laughs> me and my co worker were setting up a tent, and then like the one volunteer coordinator for the market was like, Hey, our, all of our phones are yelling at us to take shelter right now. We're gonna take shelter. And Garrett and I looked at the sky, and then we looked at our tent that we just set up, and we said, I don't feel like it. So we both were holding one side of the tent while a tornado warning was going off. It was really enjoyable. It was actually kind of a vibe. We were both staying dry, and it was it was funny. Also, you didn't die. We didn't so die. Big one bonus. Here. Yeah, big bonus. <laughs> Nothing was damaged. The moment she said that, too, literally every volunteer scattered like ants. It was like, boom, and it was gone. It was an empty parking lot. And we were both just standing there like, well, we got work to do. Like, well, the setup takes forever. <laughs> it sounds like they were the smart ones. Yeah. But yeah. who got set up first? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was good. Good market. Amy, what exciting happened in your life this week? Um, I was going to put my two weeks in, but then I decided not to because I talked mm-hmm. to my supervisor and they were going to help me through things because I told them like all of my stresses and why I wanted to put my two weeks in. And they said, give it a few more weeks with the things that we talked about. And then if you still want to put your two weeks in, I'll support it. But you're doing a good job. So I think that you could go far. I was like, okay. So... <laughs> I still have a job. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> you had a conversation at least. That was good. Right? Yeah, I had the conversation. That was good. That was good. So, yeah. 
But on to more fun things. Who cares about jobs and almost dying in a tornado warning and stupid plants that you had to hold up for five hours? My back. It's a creative prompt episode. Mm. <laughs> episode? <laughs> Listen, I've only had one sparkling water. I'm not that far gone yet. <laughs> Waves was our current word. So if you're new here to 1L2N, what we like to do is we like to do a creative prompt word where we pick a word at random and it helps to get our creative juices flowing and we can create a song, a story, a poem, a picture, a interpretive dance, which hasn't been done yet, but it should. And we create it based off of the word. And this past month's word that we had was waves. So... Who wants to go first? Well, I would like to say it sounds like Amy just volunteered herself to do an interpretive dance for the next one. Mm -hmm. So whoever rolls that that. dice to pick the word (laughs) needs to make it real good. I am banned. I was actually looking at Liam when I said that. So I was kind of hoping that he would volunteer. But I couldn't tell. I thought you were looking at your own portrait. No, mine's. All the way. (laughs) That look on Liam's face was like his eyes. (laughs) burning into the camera on that i am volunteering as tribute because he volunteers as tribute i think this is the best thing i've ever written and i had so much fun doing it i'm gonna give a little bit of backstory and then i'll explain how this is gonna work for everybody so this is a waves project and it is about a character in a story that we're writing called the silver seas it's one of the main characters her name's rain And she is a 14-year-old young woman, you know, girl. She's still in that, like, transition period maturity-wise. She's rambunctious, and she wants adventure, and she's kind of been trapped on an island her whole life. Well, she gets involved with a group that basically has to leave this island that she's on right away. And so she goes and gets on a ship and sails out into the harbor. So that is the the setting for the music that you're about to hear. Now, what I've done is to aid you along with the music, I've created a PowerPoint presentation with some stock images and some text. So you can read the the small amount of text. There's only like eight slides or something like that. And you can see the images to try to get the idea of what I'm going for. I would I really wanted to hire somebody to just do like a, a storyboard sketches for this. But I just didn't have enough time or money for it. So fortunately, we'll do that later.
right, Mike? That is the best thing you have ever done. That was incredible. I actually have, like, tears in my eyes. It's so Girl, good. Girl, same. <sighs> yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> and it wasn't even it's... sad. It was so I happy. Know, it, it, was, was it was happy. Exciting uh, and encouraging, and I'm still weepy. It was great to see, because yeah. I've heard this song, but I heard it in its really thin stages oh. a year ago, right? Mm. Yeah, terrible form. I remember yeah, Tommy, I no when he first heard it, it was like, um, that's interesting, basically. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yep. trust me, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but legitimately, this is the best thing you've probably ever wrote. You're right. And from my little bit of composing knowledge, this is the first song that you've made that you can really hear the technology is holding you back. Mm, it absolutely absolutely because... held me back and i got so frustrated Ooh. writing this because there's so many things that i wanted to do articulation wise oh. Oh, that i had no. to like fake mm -hmm. and it, that's why i think just the composition of it this is the first time where i can really go that is a phenomenal composition held back by technology like the, the only problems quote unquote if i were to nitpick with it is literally the the vsts that you're using yeah like if this is a real orchestra ooh, ooh, it sounds good yeah that would be so incredible to hear it with a real orchestra oh my yeah. gosh guys let's mm -hmm. get famous just so we can hear that with a real orchestra <laughs> right. please yeah or we could just oh get rich gosh. enough so that we can hire an orchestra to do it that too oh yeah we can do that too yeah quick just make a quick trip Tommy, to London. sell feet peaks yeah. Feet picks. Feet picks. Feet picks. What is that? Oh, anyway. So, Mike, a few weeks ago, was yeah. like, Amy, are you going to be on? I was like, Yeah, I can get on. He goes, Good. You need to hear this song. I can't wait until we do the prompt. I have to have you hear it. Yeah. And I was like, I need somebody to hear this now. <laughs> Honestly, listening to it the second time was even better. Like, it is such, oh, man, it just like, you know how music kind of wells up in you? And that's what that feeling is. And uh, it just so beautiful, so like adventurous sounding. And of course, like Pirates is my favorite movie. It felt very piratey. It felt like that music of like that charm of hearing the Pirates music for the first time and being like so in wonder and in awe. That's what this music gives me. And I, yeah, I nothing but great things, Mike. I'm sure there's problems with it, but oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not good enough to it's, know what those problems not... are. So ignorance <laughs> exactly. is bliss for me. Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing is it it sounds so freaking good and this if yeah. this was a real orchestra and Mike handed to them oh. it'd be like it would sound a million times better. Yeah. It was literally mm. just the technology and you can I this is the first time where I'm like oh I really hear it. Like it's yeah. it's not a matter of lack of skill at that point, which is awesome. It's a matter of lack of actual instruments in the room doing it. For yes. Mm. There there's two main things now that I'm going to point it out. You know, if you go back and listen to it and later, you might hear this. The first one is the strings doing the ostinatos, which is the right. It sounds fake and it's just really, really hard to make them without sounding fake in a virtual program. And then the, the second problem with it is that 
the specific line that you want to like the main melody bum 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 right the way that i wanted it to to go was to be like bum ba bum ba bum ba so it has this like driving sort of slight little puff and then a long explosion but i just didn't have the articulations to do that so i had to combine two different ones together sounds kind of fake but you can still get the idea of what it's supposed to go for yeah you nailed high seas for sure yeah that high season adventure those are the two things where it's like oh yeah i'm right in it preview of what's to come because hot damn yeah um, I think that that was that was a pretty good podcast. So thanks for joining us today, <laughs> nope. guys. Nope. Yeah, I don't. Not I don't done. think we need to do anything else. Not done. <laughs> I, think we're, I think we're good. Why, why did we start with that one? Why I don't know. we finish with that one? Can someone please explain? Yeah, I, um, I feel like we should have finished with that one through the we power switch of it. editing. <laughs> Amy, I think you should play that like. At the end of the, you have the last word of the day, and then you play that. Oh, I also did not make a, bad idea. a second waves project because I didn't do one for Zipper, and I got shit for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> not for me. Yeah, that one. Did I give you shit? <laughs> I feel like uh, it sounds everybody. like everybody. Yeah, we kind, yeah, we kind of all did. Like, <laughs> yeah. But that is totally different vibe. Has nothing to do with this. Just stepped on the cat's tail. Cat. That can be a bonus for our Patreon subscribers so they can yeah. get something right. for free or whatever. <laughs> I mean, free isn't subscription that they pay for. They can get something for their money. Something not for free. All right, Missy. Well, yeah, moving right along. Moving right along in search of good times, good friends. No? Don't know what that's no from. One. <gasps> <gasps> it's, it's probably oh, the best song old. from the Muppets movie. Yeah, the the Muppet movies. The Muppet movie. Yeah, so good. And now on to something not so good. Every, but I feel like every time you you say that, it's well, it's because I always follow someone who's done something great, and I'm like, oh, I have to follow that. Why? That's why whenever I I always go first. Yeah, when I don't have confidence in my thing, I'm like, let me go first, please. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna preface this with i started this piece about like 10 years ago come on for a different purpose for a different rigged. reason it's rigged it's rigged <laughs> no sorry different purpose oh. different reason and i took the main gut the main core of it and repurposed it and redid it for this and i can explain more after the fact but just in case the only person who may or may not have heard this before would be amy if any of the the actual content itself sounds familiar that would be why because i've i've redone something that i had started a long time ago so okay here we go it's been three years since that awful day you left this place the last of us they forced to go You packed your box, handed me some of your treasures, and walked out, never to return as a part of our family again. I stood in silence next to you at your goodbye party, afraid that if I tried to open my mouth, only sobbing would manage to escape. Later, our little family sat at the bar, knowing it would be the final night we were all together. Then we hugged our goodbyes and went our separate ways, and I got into my car and cried for hours. It shouldn't have been as painful as it was, despite the fact that I was heartbroken you were gone. You lived so close that I knew we could get together any time we chose. But looking back, I realized I took that for granted. At the time, I was afraid that I would remind you too much of what you were forced to leave. That I would say the wrong thing or give you the wrong impression that life was going well in your absence. That I was giving you space to heal. But I was a fool, and for six months I failed you as a friend. 
You didn't need space. You needed your best friend to hold you and tell you I missed you and promised you I would always be there for you. We tried to talk weekly, but not nearly as often as we should have. We went from seeing each other every day to only a handful of times. It killed me, but I thought that's what you needed. I thought instead of allowing myself to feel. I thought this time would pass and that we would go back to some sort of normality. But it didn't, and we didn't, and I will never forgive myself for the time that we lost. Then, after those six wasted months, you delivered the dreaded news that I long feared was coming but refused to accept ever would. The news that were, you were going away. Far enough away that I couldn't follow. Far enough away that we couldn't spend time together. Far enough away that our friendship couldn't help but to change. We saw each other one last time, the night before you left, and as we reminisced, I was overwhelmed with feelings of abandonment and the memories of you being there with me each day, and then how you weren't. You asked me to go with you, and though it was tempting, we both knew that I couldn't. So we hugged our second last goodbye, and I watched you drive away, and again I got into my car and cried for hours. I tried to convince myself that it wasn't as bad as it seemed. While I supported you in your decision to go, I felt it was only a matter of time before it all got to you and you realized your mistake, before you accepted how miserable you were out there and declared your intent to return. So I waited, and it hurt me to know that for a time I was right. You were depressed and lonely and left in your own abandonment. You wanted to come home and spend time with me again and resume what we once had. I wanted it too, more than anything I had ever wanted before, but I didn't say it, or at least not like I should have. I wanted to scream for you to return to me, but the possibility excited me so much that all I could choke out to you was a whisper. Maybe it was my fault that you didn't rush back. Maybe it was my fault that you didn't give up on being out there. Maybe if I had screamed what I really thought, you would have left it all behind. Maybe I should have left it all behind and followed you when you asked me to. But I didn't, and you didn't, and we didn't, and our lives went on apart from each other. The phone calls spread further and further apart, and the texts became less and less, and the fire that had once captivated our friendship died down to a faint smolder. I knew I was changing, and you were changing, and we had changed, and I cried. Life continued on apart from each other, neither of us knowing how the other had changed, only that we were left alone to wonder what had happened between us. Left to wonder where it all went wrong, and if the other even cared that it all went wrong. And the fear of all the uncertainty seemed crippling. What I feared most was that the silence meant you had learned to live without me, and I was crushed when I finally realized I needed to do the same. I learned a lot of things during that time of silence. Obvious things, like the fact that nothing lasts forever, but life keeps going anyway. Positive things, like strength and endurance in the face of loneliness. Difficult things, like how to cope with your absence, even though I didn't want to move on. Then I learned that change doesn't have to be a bad thing, despite the pain it often inflicts. It had been two years since you'd driven off when something changed again. The text dramatically increased, and suddenly there were occasional phone calls, and before either of us realized what was happening, we found ourselves in contact almost every day. You said you missed me, and I said I missed you, and we both missed what we had, but we knew we couldn't get it back. Not what it was before. And no matter how hard we tried to ignore it, we knew our relationship would never be the same. You asked me again to follow you, to leave it all behind and join you, to take the leap of faith that you had. The truth is, I desperately wanted to, but I just didn't know how. So every time you asked me to go out there with you, I would simply reply one day, knowing that day may never come. And more than that, I was beginning to understand that the day you finally returned to stay, the day I had longed hoped for, may never come either. Finally, three years since that awful day they made you leave us, and two and a half years since you left me behind, and six months since we started this anew, you came back. Not to say hello, but to say goodbye, I think. 
We only had one day to ourselves, but for that day, it was as if the world was made right again, as if the last three years had been nothing more than a dream, and I felt content and complete. We discovered that we weren't different people, but rather better versions of ourselves. And to our surprise, we were still in sync with each other, our lives progressing in parallel form. But parallel lines are not meant to cross, and happy days always come to an end, and I yet again found myself saying goodbye to you. Only that time it was for real, because I knew that despite the visits we had planned and the contact we would keep, that when you walked away that night, there was no chance of you returning. You had made your life out there, and I had made my life back here, and no matter how hard and how much we wanted to be a part of each other's lives, which we used to be, we simply weren't. So you climbed out of my car and I climbed out with you and we hugged our last goodbye in the freezing rain in the void of night. The street was dark and the moon was hidden, both of which joined with the rain to hide the tears welled up in your eyes and the tears slipping down my face and the tears flooding our souls. You walked away and I got back in my car and drove away without looking back, without crying. The memory of that final hug would get me through the night and I would have the rest of my life to cry. Damn. What? <laughs> Melissa, stop that. <laughs> I mean, don't stop that. That was great. Yeah, that was really Keep beautiful. more of those. Yeah. <laughs> so I would like to preface this. This is a true story. This is the story of when my entire department got laid off except for me and my best friend left and wound up moving halfway across the country. Now, I embellished a little bit for the sake of the story, but this was basically a series of journals or diaries or, or notes I'd written to myself back when it happened and me trying to cope with the emotions of it. Damn, that makes it worse. <laughs> I, oh, <laughs> I just want to preface this with, was, yeah. this is about best friends or this is not a romantic story. Yeah. This is, is coping with the loss of, of friendship. In, you know, what got to me was... Because I figured it was about friendship. What got to me is the, the part where you're like, you kept asking me to do the leap of faith. And I kept saying, oh, I will. I will. But don't worry. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah one day. And then yeah. you followed up with the parallel lines analogy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Bro. Yeah. You can't say stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> that got me right in the feels. Yeah. Uh, so the wave aspect of this is, is kind of a trifecta. First of all, the entire thing is about waves of emotion just overwhelming emotions and sometimes drowning in them and sometimes just trying to keep my head above water in them and sometimes just drifting around in them and letting the waves take me wherever. The second part of it is throughout the story, at least in every single paragraph, there are the way I, I designed the words, it kind of hits you like you son of a boom, boom, boom <laughs> with the way that it's written. So if you actually like yeah. read it through, like visually read it, you can see, okay, there's there's all these little triplets of the way that that the story is written in a specific sentence like but i didn't you didn't we didn't you know things like that so it's supposed to kind of feel like like you're going up and down in the waves the way it's written and then the third part is that it's the story itself kind of comes in waves you know it takes place over the course of several years and sometimes it's fast and slow and, and intense or lighter and just the the progression of life the way it kind of ebbs and flows so i tried to incorporate waves into that and if you want a fourth part there's a whole like the crying keeps coming and coming and coming throughout the story oh. so i tried to make it about waves without ever mentioning waves once in the story but you but could yeah. feel it we, yeah yeah we we yeah. know you don't have time but you need to write more <laughs> you need to write yeah. a little book of things that so make you good. sad and just... <laughs> <laughs> my little sad book yeah Instead of your little black book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. My little side book. 
I mean, I know that you were nervous after going after Mike, but I think you do have such an incredible talent with words that I think, you know, you bring something to the table that even if we just wrote a story, we don't have that. I I, I think think it's also just to to go with that words part. It's it's the pacing of the words that really always impressed me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The, The rhythmic ability when especially when because i reading something is totally different than speaking it aloud and when you speak it aloud you definitely have a cadence to your writing which is is a unique quality that i feel like a lot of writers don't necessarily have i know i I don't have something like that so it's nice sorry to interrupt i try to make myself i just think it's good it was good Good you can read it out loud to yourself and feel what you're reading by the way it's written I noticed I noticed that immediately when you didn't stop to correct a mispronunciation or a tone. It was you were redoing the rhythm in which you were saying something, which I, I instantly I caught. I was like, that's mm-hmm. fascinating. Mm-hmm. And it kind of drew me into the story more knowing that. Yeah, there was, was one part where I just read totally the wrong thing. And then I just found a way to go back to it because I would have ruined the cadence if I stopped <laughs> it. So it's like, mm. we're just going to make this up as we go. Yeah. It's not slam poetry. It's, oh, man, poetry. Oh. Poetry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's good. Yeah. Oh, good job, Missy. Yeah. Was, yeah, wonderful. Thank you, guys. Amy. Can you trifecta this? I I hope I can. Um, so my waves project also has to deal with waves of emotion-ish, sort of. I wrote a song, and hopefully you like it. <laughs> we'll talk more after you. I have it on good authority that I will, so I'm not worried. What do you mean? <laughs> Whose authority? It doesn't matter. I was told I will like it but I wasn't allowed to know what it was. Okay. Uh. All right. (laughs) All right, yeah, so here it is. Hopefully, hopefully you enjoy. Nothing 
you're slipping out of reach Unrelenting numbness sets a certain kind of niche Taken from the memories you try to keep at bay Spiral to oblivion, you're everything you hate Everything means nothing, you're slipping out of reach Unrelenting numbness sets a certain kind of niche Taken from the memories you try to keep at bay Spiral to oblivion, you're everything you hate Everything means nothing, you're slipping out of reach Unrelenting numbness is a certain kind of niche Taken from the memories you try to keep at bay Spiral to oblivion, you're everything you hate I think that we should fire Tommy as a composer and just hire Amy. Because <laughs> what can I say? It was all me, totally yeah. all me. Because uh, damn, holy shit, that was awesome. That was totally unexpected. <sighs> yeah, yeah. How, it it sounds like I'm very judgmental when it comes to audio, but that sounded really, really well done. There are so many layers going on, and yeah, and just the, the production value. Loved and, and... it. Yeah, this was the first time. First of all, I'm very proud of this just because of like the ear candy. Sorry, Amy, actually, I'm I didn't compose this. <laughs> <laughs> well, OK, I just want to preface this by I wrote the lyrics and I said, Tommy, this has to have music. I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> because it was not something that I could do a cappella or by myself. It just wouldn't have oh, the right yeah. vibe. It wouldn't mm. sound good. I said it has to have music. Let's try an a cappella and... version though. I'll be the uh, weird no. bassy thing. I'll be like So I went to Tommy. I was like, Tommy, please, please, Tommy, help me. So that's why he doesn't have a project this week, because we duoed. You guys did a collab. Yeah. So mm -hmm. yeah. I love that. I got like Strangely enough, I got Doom 2016 vibes, like when you are not fighting an enemy, but you're about to, and you're just crawling around, oh, like that sort of, that synthy, like tense sort of vibe. Oh, it's it good. Dude, same, uh, exact same visuals I had in my mind in that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So technical question, you can edit this out. How did you record the vocals? Did you use Amy's mic to do that or yours? No, it Use was mine. all his. When you did your singing, did you record it on your mic as well, Tommy? I did. Okay. Because that, it sounded different in terms of, it was like you were in a different room almost singing mm -hmm. is what it, it sounded like. It was just interesting. Like it was a, it was, know. it was 
a lot of sculpted reverb specifically because i was very intentional about the mic placement but the one thing we can't really change in the house which is it came up in recording when the problem was ac going on and the ac it like picks up such a low rumble mm-hmm. and like this like low humming noise so a lot of the times emi we recorded emi's vocals at the perfect time but for my vocals, I needed to put a de- like a denoise filter. I needed to put extra reverb. I cut off Maybe. most okay. of the low end on my voice. Just so you didn't hear that weird like, in the background. Because it pissed me off. And, listening. and how long did you take to write this, Amy? So as far as writing it goes, probably actually didn't take me that long. The first verse of it came to me right as I was going to bed. And I like my eyes sprung open. And I <laughs> wrote it down. And I recorded it. And then I think like the next day I was like, okay, actually, I think it was on with you and I kept muting myself so I could finish writing it. (laughs) So I think it took me all around maybe a little over an hour. And the melody, so the whispers are actually like the bridge or the chorus of the song. I don't know. But there had a different melody. But when I went to Tommy, it just he had this idea of whispering it. And I thought that that sounded so much better. So we decided to do that whispering. And even at the end, he was like, I think we should whisper it instead of like singing. I was like, sure, let's go for it. And then it I think it turned out creepy and cool. And yeah, it it worked so much better. Producing in such a way where it was we kind of changed the structure of her story that the first whispers is like me and Emi's brain telling Emi's brain, like, how long have you been here? This is weird. And then it goes into the the verse of her singing. And then when it goes back into after the bridge part, back into whispers, it's both her and I whispering in the first person instead of the third person being like, oh, she's fully succumbed to her kind of waves, like emotions. She's fully succumbed to that. And now it's like the, those voices are one and the same. So there's a lot of intention with the storytelling behind this when you listen to that. And that was another thing that was really hard to get that was also caused by the weird AC thing was getting those whispers enunciated. This was kind of like a panic project for me because we did it like it was like one week, one week left on the timer and this was not organized. Oh, my God. I had this was like the worst organized project I've ever done. It turned out well, but there was at least a hundred maybe 150 different separate instances of like a reverb a compressor there distortion here or that instead of like sending it all into one channel oh my gosh my computer hated me (laughs) i should probably say if you didn't already guess but the song is about (laughs) being depressed (laughs) and i got the ideas because I've been depressed recently and I found myself laying on my floor and just like scrolling endlessly through social media to get my brain to stop thinking. And it was still the idea of like when you are depressed, when you have anxiety, your brain just goes over and over and over and over again with all of these scenarios or all of these things that you don't want to think about. And so I wanted to create this song to kind of show 
that process that you go through of like, you're just staring at the wall and time is slipping by and you're like, what have I done? Like I've done nothing. And you don't know how to get out of that state. You don't know what's going to help it. And even with the way that Tommy made that music, a lot of the music he wanted to make you anxious while you were listening to it yeah. because you're supposed to be pulled into like, this is how you're feeling. And the, the waves aspect of it is, you know, you're caught up in the waves of depression, of this anxiety of overthinking of everything in your brain on repeat but then also repeating the lyrics you know three times including like and them getting worse is like that's how depression works and so the way that he composed the music I thought was really interesting because it included that anxiety it included the like creepy weirdness that you feel as well so I'm I'm really proud of us I think I, personally, I think this is the best thing that we've both done. But I, I want to say today was a, a day of bests. This is this is yeah. probably the best uh, group effort that we've done. Yeah, yeah. we did yeah. awesome today. Good job, team. To be honest, I went in going like, "Oh yeah, I got the best one today," and I went out going <laughs> like, "Shit, my needs a lot more work." <laughs> like, like, no, no that's a great. So, that's such a great so feeling. Good. That's such a great feeling to know that like. We have an incredible writer and we have a pair that can actually produce something that my ears aren't judging, but going like, oh, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was definitely fun. I don't know about you guys, but I thought about this one producing. I think we're going to start releasing some of our like projects as singles on Spotify. Mm. And yeah. I, I loved Mike's and I love mine. And we definitely, they definitely should be two different singles because they are nowhere close to no, the same we should, genre. We should just back to back. Just go, go. Back to boom, yep. boom. In fact, and, we'll cut mine in half and then insert uh, yours. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. I'm definitely going to go like how I've done with some of the, the uh, video game boss music. I'm going to go to a Fiverr artist and just kind of take it to them and be like, hey, look, this is the project I did with my sister. How do you feel? Yeah. And maybe give some keynotes specifically like hey this is what we want in the art and then just that's the single art and i think i want to keep doing that out of my own personal interest i know it's money on my pocket but it's really fun <laughs> it's really fun to do to see what other artists come up with that's what i wanted to do for that like powerpoint thing i made i wanted to go to fiber so i mean i looked on fiber and i looked at a bunch of artists and i was just like oh i just can't afford that but i realized that if you know that's that's going to be a passion of mine is giving people money to create something yeah. along the way of like what i want yeah it's, yeah it's great anyways we're all so talented and i'm so proud of all of us even you liam i'm so proud of you yours was <laughs> exceptional liam i definitely did the best one he just knocks today. it out of the park over i win it every time i mean it's no competition yeah yeah absolutely you know what i'm gonna do one day is sample Liam saying yo from every intro for the podcast and put it into a musical sampler and then just make a yo 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 like I a whole love song that idea. yeah that'd be amazing and then I'll give it to him to present <laughs> oh yeah there you go uh, uh, I can't claim that <laughs> I like that idea. Well, I think that concludes Waves. Good job, guys. I think, Liam, you were the one that did Waves? Yeah. Yep. Good 100%. job. That was awesome. Good job, team. Oh, Tommy, I just rolled you. I told you I was manifesting Moonlight. Did I not say I was going <laughs> to manifest Moonlight? Moonlight it is. 
All righty. Moonlight is our next creative prompt. So if those listening, if you guys have done anything for this creative prompt or any of our previous ones, we would love to hear from you. You can reach us at 1L2N Productions over on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. You can also hit us up and submit it over at our website, which is 1L2N Productions.com. And you heard it here, folks. First, folks, <laughs> Moonlight <laughs> is our new creative prompt word. And I if you subscribe to our Patreon, Moon. you'll get the uh, bonus Light. waves one. You'll get the bonus waves. It's called waves. waves two, the bonus wave or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is called waves two. Well, I listen to Wave it. two, the bonus wave. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good. There you go. Yes. I'm so excited that that song went so well. Yeah. My voice of authority was mom. She told me, oh, you're going to really, really <laughs> like her creative prompt. It's so good, but I can't tell you what it is, but it's so good. <laughs> yeah, she was like, it's a little dark for my taste, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I was like, well, you're not it impressed. Is. Well, she probably just had to think about it for a minute, you know, because when she thinks yeah. about creativity, she probably thinks of it as a happy, bright, positive. Yeah, she, I mean, you know, she also just doesn't she, like dark things. In general, yeah, she's the like most dark media, person, you know what I'm saying? So she considers Star Wars, she considers episode five. She feels this the Empire Strikes Back is too dark for her to watch. Okay, here's the thing though mom says she doesn't care for dark, but she gives high praise to a lot of really dark things. For example, yeah. Chernobyl, she says, is really, really, really good. Very sad, very intense, yeah. but really like she really enjoyed it. That's a super dark content yeah yeah no, she she really enjoys it she just doesn't she's just gonna be it's like she's preferred. never gonna watch it again you know yeah, yeah she never prefer something approaches happy. something with a i want to go see something dark right but she usually really enjoys them it's just not her go-to yeah yeah so yeah that's true you like popcorn I do like popcorn. Do you like just regular buttered popcorn or do you like stuff on your popcorn? Because my favorite is buttered, but then you sprinkle some cinnamon sugar on top of it. Oh, mm. so good. Kettle corn. Kettle corn. Mm. Yeah. I like savory, bro. Uh, the, the stuff that's unpopped and it's on the cob. That's not popped, though. <laughs> that's pretty good, too. Oh, my gosh. Cob. I saw a video today of a cat cob, cob. aggressively eating corn on the cob. I love it, that video. It's intense, like so fast. He was like, it's his his eyes. Yeah, like bugging out. I need this corn. (laughs) I saw a video recently of a mom taking a corn on the cob away from a baby, and the baby just like no, no, and then gets it back, and then just goes like no, it's like shaking its head at his mom. Speaking of cute, we are all cute, and we did a great job today. I'm so proud of all of us. High fives all around. High five, high five, high five. I think that's going to wrap up today's episode. That was a fun episode. It was mostly the creative prompt, but that's it. That is okay. 1L2N Productions, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Reddit, or 1L2NProductions.com. Hit us up. Submit your creative prompts. We want to see what you did. We want to hear what you did. I want someone else to do an interpretive dance because I don't want to do one. Please and thank you. And if you want to support us. Uh, oh, no, no. he's do- No, no, Michael. No. Uh, if you'd like to support us, you can head on over to our Patreon. That'd be much appreciated. And the last word of the day is going to go to... That was a journey. Uh, Mike, take it away. I'm so unprepared for this. I really had nothing. Oh my goodness. I don't even know what to say. Go to 1L2N Productions on Patreon. Subscribe. You hear the bonus word of the day there? Or the bonus song of the wave? Wave 2, the bonusing. 